Let me take care of uh, Mr. Pato right here. He got in, in the way. <laughs> uh, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to Loud and Fred Orlando. It's Monday, February the 6th, 8.37 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Uh, we're about 10 people live right now. Thank you so much. Keep uh, dropping your likes. Subscribe to the channel. Before we start, I want to encourage everyone um, to keep subscribing to our channel, 500 and... I want to say 17 subs so far, so it's it's fantastic. Thank you so much for your support. Click on the notification bell for notifications. If you're uh, listening to the pod uh, through stream, um, Spotify and Apple Podcast uh, on the description, uh, you're going to have all our social media there. Make sure you subscribe and keep in touch with us. Our Discord server will also be on there, so you guys can definitely uh, chat with us live if needed be. Um, again, uh, like on the notification bell for all notifications. Subscribe to the channel. Drop us a like. We're li uh, live right now on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and um, also uh, available on Instagram as LPO underscore podcast. So thank you so much for your support. So before I go and I dive in, we dive into the topics today. You know, we're starting a, a brand new season. And obviously, uh, within one within different seasons there are, there are changes right like just like every club and uh, you know yes uh, Dave is no longer with the pod uh, he uh, unfortunately had a you know he was his personal decision he felt he wasn't really wanting to be part of the program and part of the brand and um, you know I want to thank him for his time on the pot for sure. Um, definitely. He's surely be missed. And uh, I wish him the best uh, for what's coming for him. Right. Uh, whatever project he's going to be on and taking on and taking part on wish him the best. If he's not going to do anything, wish him the best. Also, he's a great guy. So, um, you know, we're going to continue, as I said on Twitter, a few minutes ago, we're going to continue as a team, try to provide you the best content possible for Orlando City and Orlando Pride and OCB uh, in our style, right? In, in our style, being ourselves, right? And uh, also making sure that we're a positive influence for the city. Uh, and uh, we are also bringing people together. You know, it, it is huge for us to be uh, um, very, you know, uh, share, share ideas from other pods, or maybe even from pods from rival teams, like maybe Miami or maybe New York or maybe Atlanta and bring them over here and let's discuss and, and talk and talk soccer. Right. So um, definitely uh, we're going to be moving on uh, this 2023 started with a bang, a new content, um, New podcasts, new shows. There's already a new segment called LPO Talks. We're going to be interviewing some uh, people that are related to Orlando City as a club. So Sergio Reese, I want to thank him because he was with us today at 5 o'clock. Also thank MLS Communications for letting us uh, interview him uh, fresh off the Apple Plus deal. And um, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be accredited by the club or MLS communications to make this happen. You guys make it happen. So keep supporting us. And uh, I want to go ahead and uh, also tell you that on the comments, if you're on YouTube, uh, on the comments, there is uh, the link for his interview as well. You'll find 
our Discord server. Uh, you can join. It's free. You can talk to us live. You can ask us what are we doing or what are we working on, and then we'll respond to you right away. So it'll be an easy way to, to get in touch with us. So um, thank you again, and uh, let's read some comments before I go with John and, and Paola. It says, um, and he said, Joshua Tall, uh, I miss David too. I'm going to still support this channel. Thank you so much, Josh. Banjo, no, I will miss David and his funny jokes. There you go. And I'm looking forward to hearing the la latest news tonight, Joshua Tall. There you go. John, how you doing, my friend? Uh, good evening. Good. I'm uh, I'm excited. We got to see a little bit of Orlando City at the FIU game. So going to share with the people what we learned there. Um, some interesting takeaways. And what about you, Paula? I'm excited. It's Mondays as always. And looking forward for this season because I couldn't sleep after I saw them on Saturday for some reason. So if it's the 25th already... I know that we're playing on the 18 and then next week and this week, but it's not the same. I want to see them on the 25th, but looking forward for tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's start with uh, saying that I was really surprised by the lineup. And um, I have a, I don't want to think, um, this, I found this right here. There you go. And... Angulo as a, I would say, win back, when Petrasso is a win back, they were great. I, I felt Angulo excelled the most. Um, Petrasso had a little, a little tough time uh, going back into position, um, but Ojeda was right there, and he was actually owning that whole side. And that was great to see uh, a new position for Ivan Angulo. Um, again, Cartagena playing as a center back. First time I see him ever to play that position. This made news in Peru. I can definitely say uh, the coach of the national team is taking notes of this. So if they're able to find him a good position there, I mean, obviously AC should be there, right? Uh, with, with Jensen. Jensen is a, and, and I guess it was rumor saying that they were injured, and, and I want to say that they're not. Um, they're not injured. Jensen's coming off an injury. He played uh, with OCB the, the game after this one. And I want to say also that AC is just, uh, you know, he had a little soreness, but it wasn't really nothing major. I mean, it, it's just part of, you know, getting back into the rhythm. What were your thoughts there, uh, John, regarding um, the winbacks? And and and, uh, and this lineup. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you, I was a little surprised. We got the the notification on the lineup, and I was trying to figure out before the game started where everybody was going to line up. And I was like, wait a minute, we're missing. We've got one too many guys, or we got the wrong guy here or there. So it was interesting to see um, the sort of three at the back with two. They they are wing backs, but in, in a lot of ways, they're like almost midfielders as well. Um, and and the reason. I think that he's doing this is because your your two forwards, your wingers in front of those, so which will be Ojeda and Torres most of the time, actually cut inside. Um, and we saw that a lot last year when Mauricio Pereira's dropped a little bit deeper, that that allows, without having a number 10, that allows that space for both Ojeda and Torres to move into. But with this formation, that happens. But what also happens is then you get a very natural wing back overlap situation on the, the right and the left 
So you've still essentially got wingers, but then you've also got wingers on the inside of those wingers, if that kind of makes sense. Um, and considering the amount of wingers we've got in the squad, maybe this is his way of getting them all out on the field and getting the most out of guys um, and what they're best at doing. Because Angulo, you know, might not be a defensive right wing back, but he's definitely a right winger and he can go up and down that right side. Um, and Petrasso is the same kind of thing. He, he's known for being a bit more of an attacking left wing back. So he again has, you know, able to go up and down that side. And uh, regarding the lineup and how do you saw Orlando Paola, what were your thoughts uh, regarding um, the win backs or the defense? I know this this was a friendly and it's too early to say, but I can I can tell everybody the team looks much way faster than last year. Um, looking at Ivan Angulo and the, as a right back, as we were talking about the dude, he's he's a flash. So I don't I don't mind him. Um, Lucas Petrazo and Ojeda, there's a there's a connectivity there. And I can see it. They're like they're looking at each other and they're trying to figure out stuff. And this is why we have friendlies in in the preseason so they can connect. Um, they're way much attacking than last year, and that's something that I that that I'm looking forward for. We didn't saw Faku. We didn't saw Urshan because they're they're back home in their home countries dealing with paperwork and all that stuff. So. I'm I'm still missing and and I was figuring out oh what was was what happened if if Ayrton wouldn't been here in this game because the um uh I forgot the the free kicks are looking way much better than last year we're we're super like we have that depth that we were missing so we're much faster um will there surprise me for some reason. And I don't know, John, if you notice and Luis, but when he saved the ball, it was direct. It was good. It was Pedro's gonna. It was gonna save him. But Wilder save a a ball with his chest, and it was super hard. But he he was there. He was defending all the time. So I don't mind if he plays center back at all at the season if they need him. So I'm I'm super looking forward for this season for the boys. Obviously, FIU, before playing with Orlando City, they played with uh, the Rowdies, and they were beaten by the Rowdies. I do want to say this. Uh, USL team, now they play with Orlando City. Now, I want you to watch this play. This this guy right here, uh, number 77 is Angulo. Uh, the guy on the right, it's um, Salim. And, I mean, look, I mean, they're just – that's Cartagena right there. Um I want to say that's Petrasso going forward. And that's Ojeda. And look, there's this one touch. Just you know, like one touch. They're all one touch in the ball. <laughs> like it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty impressive. And then, you know, um they don't have a you know, look, they missed that chance right there. I mean, that should have been I mean, that should have been a goal. Uh but, you know, that's why you know, but just how the play was built up from the back uh it's 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 a good sign i don't know what are your thoughts regarding that uh john so, I, I, you know it's one of those things that you see you know the one touching the ball yeah definitely know? and i think um once you add in those other pieces like torres and cara 
it gets even smoother, right? It was that smooth with some of the youth players, some of the prospects in there, you know, and the squad is still trying to figure it out, you know, to have that sort of relationship already where they're one touch passing to guys who have really not played with each other since like the last two weeks is pretty good. And it shows that we're already developing that sort of um, what I would call dynamics between the players that is essential for when you're starting the season. And we've got some of that already. I think uh, the big surprise, yeah, Cartagena at, at center back was, it was a big surprise, but there's no reason why he can't play there, right? He, he's a defensive midfielder. He's got all those skills. He, he's just about tall enough. So maybe, and we, we talked earlier in the, in the season about what Papi had mentioned, that players playing different positions. And maybe this is what we're seeing because you've got Angulo learning to play as more of a right wing back than a winger. You've got maybe Cartagena learning to play as more of a center back than a defensive midfielder. There, these guys have the skills to play these positions. Um, maybe Angulo doesn't have the defensive capabilities. Right. Maybe he's not the best tackler, right? But he, if he runs up and down like we know he will on that right wing, that kind of makes up for that. Um, but a lot of these guys that are changing positions and moving, they, they have the ability to do that. And, and the big thing about this formation I'd also say is with those wingbacks going so high up, you're, you're – Three center backs, the ones on the outside, will have to spread wide. And the other thing we saw a lot of is um, Cesar Rujo will come right back and cover both the left wing back and the right wing back when they do that. So as he always does, Cesar just chasing down balls. We saw him do that multiple times in FIU. And that is good cover. And that helps with the fact that your wing backs are so high up the field. Yeah, and I mean, look, uh, there. Are, and another thing that I saw was they're shooting the ball, <laughs> like they're you know they're shooting the ball. They're they're actually shooting from distance, and uh, you know you're gonna see it in a few in a few moments. Uh, they're shooting from distance, and um, that to me is fantastic because we have not seen that at all. Uh, that's another chance right there. It could have been for Orlando right there, um, and um, Shaq. I, I thought he was great. And Dagur Dan, that, that kid's the real deal. I mean, he came in and that's where Orlando scored the next, uh, you know, that's where Ojeda scored their brace pretty much. Um, I, I don't know what were your, your thoughts regarding uh, Dagur Dan, uh, Paola. Well, it, it was a, it was completely changed, like you said. And it was Maguire who um, scored that first goal assisted mm -hmm. by um, Dagger and, Dagger Dan. I don't know how to call him, but um, you I get the point. I'm, I'm just gonna call him Dan. Dan, look, right? Okay, okay, but but look right here, for example. Like, look right here, FIU. Look, look at the coverage for Orlando City right there. Like, you know, look at that. Like, the, uh, so Salim was not in in his position, right? Now, a better team, you know what I mean? A better team would have capitalized on that. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm talking you know, about. That, yeah, that was the pocket, the pocket hole missing, missing it in the entire game. That was and, the only flaw. And from 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 losing the ball, look, here here comes Pereira, right in transition, and look at the speed. Look at that. Look at that right there. <laughs> like, yeah, I know it's FIU. Like, I'm not gonna like you know. Say, oh, best game ever. This was glorious, my friend. You know, but look at that. Look, from distance. Like, you know, 
I like that. Like, you know, that is shooting from distance. Like, we, we have not seen this. And I think it's so imperative for us, for Orlando to improve their home record. It's huge. Because last year, home record was was trash. I, I just need to say that, right? Right, right John? I mean, it, it, was, it was not acceptable for the fans. They did not deserve to see all those losses, especially at home. And I think that's something that the uh, the Will family have looked at specifically is they want to make that home game atmosphere one of the best in the league. And what the best thing to do that is to win games, right? So they're investing in the club so they can win more games because they have noticed the fact that we don't score enough at home and we don't get enough time to really enjoy those celebrations and goals. So this whole thing of being a more attacking team that is coming from the front office to Papi to I think even the way we're laying out with this formation is to score more goals. And then here's the first goal for now. This is the first goal for Ojeda. Now I will have to say um, I've <laughs> I had trouble recording it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. you. You you'll see the <laughs> you'll see the save of the FIU keeper. But you just probably won't see him putting the ball away. But like, well, you can see the how the play starts. And my apologies because look, look at that. This is how the play starts. So one v one, great save by the keeper. And then he's like, "Oh crap," uh, you know. And then they just scored. So it was a lefty. Uh, yeah. So and Dagger Dagger Dan was already in there, and uh, I mean he was uh, a loaf. You remember how people criticize uh, Vendor Water? He will come in and just, eh, I'm just here, right? Uh, you know, this kid does make uh, an impact. I mean, this kid, uh, I mean, you could definitely change the changing gears for the whole mid uh, when, when Dagger gets on the pitch. I don't know. What were your thoughts regarding uh, Dagger Dan, uh, John? Yeah, I mean, I, I he was a live spark. You know, he came in and... Uh... He just instantly started running a lot and started running at players directly, um, which is something that Mauricio is was playing that role next to Arujo, which is a more attacking of the two midfielders in the center of the park when they were playing. And Mauricio is typically just going to play the ball. So Dagger Dan comes in and actually wants to run with the ball. He starts dribbling at FIU, running at their back line. And that causes all kinds of problems, and that's literally what caused the first you know, the first goal here, as you can see, yeah, yeah, look at that. Wires because that run? he runs into the midfield with the ball. Now, uh, I'm, I'm all for a midfielder next to someone, Arujo, like that's going to do that. Look Pereira that. does it as well. Um, wow. But he, he's off, more often looking for the pass than he is to, to run at people. But Dagger Dan seems to be like someone to me who, uh, you know, similar to like a Mason Mount at Chelsea. Yeah. Like he just wants to get on the ball and he just wants to cause problems that run at the fences. And he's got the skills to either lay off the pass or, or you know, make. Here, here was another. You know, he was by himself. Like yeah. if Lucas would have like passed the ball forward, he was by himself there. Right, right, and and, and that's what I'm trying to say. It's like I mean, if Virgin would have been there, he would have scored that goal. Like he was just tapped it in. Yeah, I think that was a lot of the first half. Was you know, Jacqueline was putting in a good shift and getting on the end of things, but there's a lot of chances in that first half that no. on another day, Urshan Carr, you hope would put in the back of the net. What do you make out of, uh, out of Jacqueline? I mean, do, do you think he's going to stay in the first team? He's going to go to OCB again. 
He's going to be uh, going to USL. I mean, we already lost. I want to know what Paula thinks about this one because I'm interested in what she thinks about our striker lineup and where, where she'd rank them. <laughs> I would like, hey, Maguire was there in the second half. Yeah. Hustling like Jacqueline needs to prove himself this, yeah, this season. And Maguire was way much better of what we could see on this friendly, right? Because we haven't seen anything else, only this friendly. Maguire shine a little bit better. I'm expecting either him going to OCB or loan him to a USL um, team like we did last season at the end of the season. Um, Wilfredo Rivera, he came back like with Jack Lynn, but we, I didn't see him. I don't know, John. I didn't see. I didn't see him on Saturday. Uh, so hopefully, uh, Loyola. Oh yeah, he, he he was didn't come on the field. There's very few players that were warming up and never actually made the field. And I yeah. think maybe Rivera was with them. I I I didn't see see them play. And even though OCB played with the bench um, people from the first team, and I I couldn't see him. Um, but I'm expecting that Maguire is going to win if he continues the hustle is yeah, going to take that he spot. Has, he has the, I mean, this is going to sound weird. The poise of a striker. You know what I mean? He's just like a four truck. It's like built tough. You know what I mean? Like he's going to hold he was, that he ball. Was... Right? He's going to hold that ball, you know, deep. I mean, they don't call him the Holland of the Heartland for no reason, right? I mean, he's, he's a big unit. There he gets it yeah, there. Like, look, 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 look what he does right there. Look what he does yeah. right here. Look, this is where the play starts. Right? And then look at Dagordan right there. Look. And that's this is where Ojeda scores his, his, his brace. I mean, just pure quality right there. When he that's... scored that, I was like, what? The heck just happened? I I thought that it was out. I didn't thought that it was in play. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I want to thank uh, Orlando City Communications for allowing us to to go and and, and record the footage. Um, it, it was cold. I mean, I don't know how you guys were. <laughs> I mean, I was I was freezing. Like I couldn't even type. Like, I was just like, Ugh! you know, yeah. So it was a perfect um, weather for hot cocoa. And unfortunately, now the next day, it was hot. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know, like it's a Florida yeah. in the winter. It doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. And today is cold again. So <laughs> I don't know. No, let me let me go ahead and read some comments. Bryce Miller, Angul is like Ruan, but he can actually put a ball in. I I mean, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna play in DC right now with Rooney with Wayne Rooney. We'll see how he goes. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, Wayne Rooney. Uh, I, I think DC are headed for the spoon again. Yeah. Uh, Mark Rodriguez. Hey, guys. Thoughts on your predictions? How far this club goes this year based on what you know so far? Uh, all right. If we look this year, Orlando has everything to go to the playoffs comfortably. I will say should not be top five. I mean, it, I should not go with any below top five in the East. I mean, uh, and that's just and that and that's just me being like super like not really like you gotta we gotta be first if not last. No, no, like you gotta. I'm trying to be really civil here. Um, 
I wish it could be first. <laughs> you know, I wish I could say support a shield. But, you know, uh, let's see how this... I mean, we have some pieces out that are filling holes that we really lacked last season. And like you, like John was saying, the depth and the vers versatility of the players playing different positions, that's what's going to make us withstand this number of tournaments that we're going to be playing this this year. Now, uh, clearly the scheduling for the League's Cup and the scheduling for uh, CONCACAF Champions League hasn't been the most generous for us. Uh, but um, I know Shaq will have minutes. I know Maguire definitely will have minutes. Um, and we'll see, you know. Um, there's going to be signings half the season too, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure Orlando is going to evaluate uh, because, again, the club has ambitions to definitely make it. And I think Oscar too, he he wants to do it. And uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you see Orlando reaching uh, this season, Paula? Minimum. I don't know. I can like hopefully. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. And and like I I said in the beginning of this episode, like I don't. I know that it was a friendly. Um, it's it's just a game on Saturday, but I see good things in the future for this for this team. Definitely different. I can see them top five as well, Luis. Um, they're. People need to understand that half of the team is new and they need to, they're working hard. They, I can see chemistry already building up because it, it was there present on Saturday. There's still one or two things that they need to fix as every single team. But I definitely agree with Luis that we are going to make the playoff comfortably. Not like last year, pulling up our hairs and say, oh, are we going to make it? We're not going to make it. We're going to make it. We're not going to make it. Hopefully, we can defend our, our championship in the U.S. Open Cup and we can get really, really far and get that star in our logo and our badge for the for the 2023 season. So let's see. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to be that person. No. Um <laughs> As you can see, guys, uh, keep leaving your comments. Drop us a like. Uh, let's see how many likes we are so far. Uh, let me take a look here. We're about 20 people live. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, about 11 likes. Thank you so much. Keep dropping your likes. The more likes we get, um, the algorithm will recommend us. So, I, I mean, it's a great atmosphere, obviously. Pareja knows how to, you know, make uh, – and the players are just – you know they they they're ready to eager and ready to, ready to work pretty much and it shows um everyone is very united the fans there i thought and i want to say this beautiful display of history that orlando city had uh with the jerseys and the cups uh, for side 21 members which are the engine of this club um they've been there since the very beginning and it was great to see a lot of good people the ilf too having a lot of their members uh, coming to support uh, Orlando City. So that was fantastic to see. And, uh, you know, moving to Colorado. Now, Colorado is a team that now is, we're talking about MLS now, MLS against MLS. How do you see uh, – what are some of your expectations, John, regarding um, what's coming up for Colorado? Well, I think also they uh, they canceled tomorrow's yeah. national game, right? So I think that's significant. I think um, 
we haven't got everybody back yet. And having just played FIU, I think, you know, that you never want your friendlies to become overwhelming, right? They're just supposed to be there to add a little preseason. You never want your guys to be like, you know, playing Wednesday to Saturday friendlies and getting really tired before the season's even started. So I think there'll be a lot of rotation again. I think, you know, we'll see some young faces. We'll probably see some guys in positions maybe that we haven't seen yet. One big question mark for me is, and I don't know whether you guys know anything more about this, but um, I still haven't seen Gaston Gonzalez. Um, and, you know, I, yeah. I'm hoping he's he training. Was, he, yeah, so he was, he playing. was training. Right. He was playing. He was playing. He was training. He was playing with OCB. Okay. He was and, playing with OCB. Yeah, so so that, that's someone I would love to see get some time, you know, in a preseason game. Yeah. Seeing this, he's, you know, joined us last year and we still haven't really seen him play with the first team. Um, but it's good to know that he's he's up and about. So, it's hard to say Colorado. I don't really rate as very good of an MLS side. No offense to them, but they're like a lower team in the West. Uh, and considering we beat Minnesota to do nothing, who I do think are a strong side in the West, we should be able to beat Colorado, but with a preseason friendly, it's not about that result. It's just about getting more guys minutes before the season starts, getting some fitness uh, and maybe, you know, we'll see a little bit more of, of some other guys in other positions that we, we haven't thought about yet. I want to see whether this three at the back continues. Maybe this is just a preseason thing. Maybe he's going to go back to, you know, a four defensive system like we're used to. Um, if he continues to keep playing three at the back, then I think we're more likely that that is what we'll see on the opening day. Yeah, and uh, I want to say uh, Ojeda is a real deal. Like, I mean, he was he was great too, great signing. And like John was saying, Gaston Gonzalez, he's uh, obviously he had a huge injury. He's trying to get back into f- football shape, and uh, that's why he's training with OCB. OCB also had Fabian Loyola yesterday, which he was actually really good. I saw him like he's a very dynamic ten. And one thing I saw about Fabian Loyola, I'm going to say he loves to recoup that ball. He doesn't want to let it go. And when you have that 10 that it's just uh, so in your face, it just wants to take the ball away from you, despite not him being maybe the tallest guy or the biggest guy to like an eight or like like a six more than anything, he he did pretty well. And I, I will say that. So there's a lot of a lot of depth. Um Let's read some comments. Uh, he says, we're ready. I think uh, that's that's all for comments so far. But uh, let's jump to the next uh, topic here. I wanted to give some news regarding Alexander Pato. Uh, Alexander Pato, former London City player. He's very, um, right now, his agent is uh, moving the strings to find him, finding him a club. He is currently in Orlando. Um He's not coming back, guys. I'm just going to say like that. I, I don't think he's coming back. But he is ve- being heavily scouted by uh, Liga Deportiva Universitaria from Ecuador, which is the second b- biggest team there, um, which um, Alex Alvarado, which he played with Orlando City, he, that's his current team. So they may, co- they may c- connect at some point, right? So... That team is evaluating how how much more gas he has in the tank uh, physically uh, for him, for them to offer him a contract, but is becoming close uh, to the Ecuadorian um, side. 
So just keep an eye. I just wanted to give a heads up. Would you take Pato back, John? I think, I mean, I I love the idea of Pato, but Pato in reality is a different thing, you know. Uh, his, his, you know, he can't stay fit. And wherever he goes, they'll know that. And they will sign him on a contract that says you can play, you know, we'll pay you when you play. Um, and that's the sad, the reality of uh, Alexander Pato. He's, he's a great soccer player who just plagued by injuries the second half of his career. What about you, Paula? Uh, no, that's a straight no. <laughs> just, just, no, great and guy. I'm a super fan of Pato, but he, he's not reliable like he was playing super good and then boom he got that injury which it was sad to see him got injured because he was one of the key pieces of the team in meat season and then he got that injury he didn't play the first season he got injured in the first game versus atlanta And I think we passed that page already. We're not in the same phase. We have different, you know, goals and, and different thoughts that we move along from him. Best wishes, right, for him. But I, I would take him as a coach in OCB or in the academy. I don't know. So, so yeah, but best wishes to him. All right. Um, definitely. Um Push him the best to Pato, but there's another former Lion thriving, and this is, I think, great. Kyle Iron. I want to give a shout-out to the English Lion. Go check him out on Twitter. A great guy. This is uh, great to see former Kyle Iron banging the goals over in La Liga. So he has a two – in two matches, he scored two goals. So, I mean, he's uh, 100% accuracy right now when it comes to two goals. And it's good to see him thrive like that. He's wearing purple again. So, <laughs> in a way, huh, I think good, it's luck. Good luck I'm charm. You know, good luck charm. You know? uh, but, you know, they're already, he's already selling jerseys there, you know. Uh, nice, nice jersey right there huh? from Valladolid. I didn't, didn't see. It's like a purple and gold, kind of like uh, Orlando City. But he's doing very well. And talk, touching about the subjects regarding um, jerseys. So, I want to give a shout out to Orlando City UK. He did this really great um, picture, which I will give him definitely credit and check him out on Twitter as well. Orlando City UK, great guy. Um, of the different jerseys for Orlando City through the years, right? And uh, I don't know what you guys are your your thoughts, right? 2015 and 2016 is pretty much the same, except the away. I know John can maybe speak to this because he has probably every single jersey. I only have this one, the 2017. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember selling those jerseys. Yeah, it's uh, there's so what happens is every two years you change. I, I think people have figured that out. You change one or the other, but because of that first year, so we had the home for two years, but we immediately changed. So that first 2015 away jersey was just for one year. Um, you don't see many of those. I'd be amazed to see if somebody has one. Yeah, I think uh, the New Jersey, from what we can tell, is going to be a lot like the 2017-2018 ones that you see there for home with with gold and like less of a collar. So I think it's exciting. I love I love more gold for sure. I think it's uh, it makes us stand out and looks really cool against the purple. So yeah, I'm excited for the New Jersey. I already already told my 
my contacts line me up for two. <laughs> Do you think that they will bring the long sleeves again or not really? They often do a long sleeve, but it's obviously uh, it's it's like an authentic long sleeve, which is weird to say uh, the replica. But they they haven't done it in a few years. Um, they used to do it a lot more. I think it's just the the stock and the, the desire, especially for us, like long sleeve jerseys. People wear them. I don't you know, know why. I, I, I'm <laughs> too hot for I, that. I, yeah, I like the, and I'll be honest with you. And when I saw this jersey, I tried to get it as soon as I could, but then I it was sold out. Uh, and um, and I'm gonna say which one it is right here. So I really liked the 2020 away kit for sure. I like the stripes on the side. Um, the sunshine kit to me. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think I, I, I think they're keeping the sunshine kit, right? They're keeping the sunshine kit, right? They're keeping for one more year the sunshine. Yeah, that's kit, got right? another year right. awake lifestyle. Right. But when they came out with the red and purple, like that brought memories, because I was like, like this is the closest they've ever came to the original Orlando City colors, like you know, from back in the day. So I was like really like gung ho to get it, and it was sold sold out, man. I was like, golly! But um, they always come up with these uh, Adidas, you know, like uh, I think twenty twenty one was the oceans, right? The ocean blue. What was this one that that, that was purple? I don't know if you remind me. It's for the same cost, I believe. Yeah, cost? correct, correct. Yeah, me if so I'm wrong. The MLS has an initiative where. They do. Um, they're actually a partnership with Adidas and a company yeah. called Parlay that makes That's them great. out of used recycled material um, that they've got out of the ocean. So it's a recycled plastic made jersey. Wow! And every year they do a different color theme. But they all they have a few of those they do throughout the year. They do a uh, they do a one to celebrate Pride every month. They do one for Black History Month. Um, those are the kind of themes MLS wide. They do a childhood kit cancer one every month, um, every year. So you got to look out for those. Some of them are really cool and they're always a different, unique design. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I wanted uh, this one right here, but so foodie headlines put out, uh, the, what they think. I mean, I don't think what they think. I think that that's what the kits will look like according to them. Um, very similar to 2017 in a way, you know? Yeah, just without uh, the collar. Just without the collar. And uh, I like it. I mean, I, I like the gold too. I mean, I'm definitely going to buy it. I think Adidas is no longer saying Adidas here, but I look forward to the kit. I don't know. I don't know, Paula. You, do you like this, this this type of style, this model? I, I like it. I'm not going to buy it because I have a lot of jerseys already and uh, I got more i'm, I'm gonna get and i'm gonna buy one. i'm gonna get kicked out from my house only, only, <laughs> only have a, a couple uh josh let's do some comments joshua tall says uh looking forward to seeing the new kit yeah for sure um definitely look forward as well eric sanchez he says so winning the u.s open cup secures spot for any international tournaments aside from their award shield did Orlando gain anything? Yes. They're playing CONCA Champions, which is CONCACAF Champions League, and they're getting 400K. Yep. And the trophy. So And bragging uh, rights. And I'm bragging rights from Florida <laughs> that they're the only team in Florida that has won a cup. 
um, right yeah. now. Hopefully, it stays the same. Maybe we'll be the two-time, and then we'll be the three-time, then the four-time, then the five-time, the Booker T, five-time, five-time U.S. Open Cup champion. Would you like that if I told you we win the Open Cup five times in a row, but we we don't win the MLS Cup in that entire time? Is that something you would like? Would you take no, that deal? No, I wouldn't no, take that. Deal. No, I wouldn't take that deal. I no. would. I mean, I, I, winning I the Open think... Cup was an incredible experience, but like it's ticked off the list. We we got other trophies to go yeah, after. I don't think I mean, the Wolves you know. will 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 like to win the U.S. Open Cup five. Times. I, I think it'd be interesting to see how much they prioritize it this year. I think the MLS is the priority, and that's why I'm not buying another jersey because the next jersey that I'm gonna buy, oh, it will have bad. a star. Uh, exactly, I said it in my podcast in Spanish. Like that's th this is why it'll be the same jersey. They'll just put the star on. Yeah. I I know, but I want an authentic one with the star there. Like that's yeah. my goal right there. So Orlando City players, no pressure, but I want <laughs> I want that trophy. <laughs> And I want that start in that batch. So, just well, an FYI. And again, I wanted to definitely tell you guys to check us out on your on, on our social media. Um, and I'm going to start by uh, plugging our, our Instagram account. Um, hold on one second. Let me look it up before I s <laughs> share something else uh, right here. There you go. So just check us out on our Instagram account, 946 followers. Uh, we're going to scouts honor, be better at posting things. I've uh, have a thing, you know, I have another outlet too, but it's going to get better guys. I swear. Um, but we have here um, the pictures, videos, um, you know, also we share things for our other, my other outlet that pertains to CONCACAF, like, uh, Copa America, for example, right? And it's in Spanish and in English, so pe people could read it, uh, whoever is bilingual. Rumors, I'm so glad that didn't happen, in, in a way. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad this didn't happen. Uh, but check us out on Instagram, and we're also available, uh, like I said, on Twitter. Um, definitely uh, getting better at the Twitter thing. Uh, we have all of our videos. We're live right now on Twitter, as you can see. Um, and, you know, just check us out and, and, and follow us, right? Follow us on social media outlets. Um, do you guys have anything else to add? Uh, John, uh, last words before we close. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm interested, uh, a last question for you guys. Um, we, we've kind of just moved on to talking about the formation and what's going to happen in the, the lineup. Do we think anybody else is coming in? You know, in my head, I'm like, oh, we're done with business because I'm not hearing too many rumors more. But that's not to say that we're, you know, we haven't got stuff in the pipeline. And and would you, would you like to see more and where? Um, I'll go, Paola, and then I'll, I'll finish. Um, I think we're not gonna sign anything, anybody else for now. I think, like we said, we need to leave some spot for meat season, like for the summer. Um. It's sad that Ramiro Enrique is not here yet and Santos neither, neither of both because of it's not, it, yeah, it's not in our hands. Like it's not in the club's hands. It's just immigration and the, and the paperwork and why not? It's just sad that they are not integrated with the, with the, with the team. And hopefully that it's just a plug and play. Like Luis says, when they come here to play with the team, hopefully, but, 
I wouldn't bring anybody else. I think we're fine after seeing the the draftees on Saturday hustling. Of of course, they need to improve on some of the some of stuff, but that with training will you know will be okay. So I don't know about you, Luis. Well, I mean, personal personally, I, I believe I would still, and this is just my opinion. Um, it's nothing that. It's a rumor, like, uh, you know, I call somebody and, you know, they just magically know. Uh, a striker. And you probably ask why. <laughs> I just think, I don't know, man. I, I like Maguire, but I don't, you know, he's, I mean, he's he's not Daryl Deacon, man. You know what I mean? Like, Daryl Deacon in um, Auburn, he killed it. Um All right, and I will probably say a a left back or a right back. Somebody could play both ends, uh, but a little bit more experienced. Um, I don't know how I feel about Cartagena filling up as a center back the whole season. <laughs> I I really think this is just an emergency emergency thing. Uh, but you know we'll see what happens. I just think we need another defender and another attacker yeah, because. Um, we're going to be playing four tournaments. I don't know if Jacqueline, I mean, I wish him the best. I think he's a, but he couldn't do it with FIU. And that to me, unfortunately, spoke a lot. You know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's why I will go for like a season veteran, MLS veteran, you know, like, I mean, Jesse Sardis would have been fantastic, for example, for me. You know, like somebody like gets able to come off the bench, you know, maybe route up the team. Like, hey, guys, wake up, you know, and we got to win. You know, I wouldn't say Ola Camara, so don't think that. I'm not, I don't want Ola Camara in Orlando, but, uh, you know, somebody that's, you know, when you have those deep balls from, from the flanks and, they're, you know, those crosses, you know, on the edge, uh, somebody just puts it in and it's right there, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys agree with me or – John? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it remains to be seen where Enrique actually plays because, you know, is he a striker? Is he more of, like, going to be used as a winger in these Ojeda-Torres positions? I, I think that's a question mark. If he is going to be used in those positions, then we might be a little bit light up front. Also, with Gonzalez, are we assuming he's going to play the left wing back Petrasso role or is he going to play more of an attacking winger role? Um, so I think there's some question marks about where guys play and yeah. then that will that will dictate to me like is Cartagena supposed to be a center mid and just covering at center back uh and that therefore either way it seems like we're light somewhere right so assign these guys you're going to play here therefore we need to we need to fill in the x positions that we don't have yet but having said that if we went in right now with this team uh, no problem you know any additions like we said before are nice additions Yeah, for sure. Um, Paula, anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, absolutely. So on for my for my Spanish um, content, Tiro de Esquina podcast is right there. That's our Twitter um, account. <clears throat> on Thursday, we're going to launch our our episode, not tomorrow. Um, we're going to have a, a special guest. So Stay tuned for more details and see who it is. I'm not going to reveal yet, um, but it's going to be on Thursday at 7.30. Uh, we're trying to go live. If not, I'm going to upload the video as soon as, as I can, but it, it will be Thursday for sure. 
So follow us. That's fantastic. Uh, another great Monday talking about Orlando City and Orlando when Orlando probably didn't talk much, but you know, we'll there's going to be good things happening with Orlando Pride. We have a, a project brewing right now with uh, the Pride. So, Pride fans, if you guys are interested, uh, becoming part of LPL, uh, DM us um, because we want to do a content for Pride only. So, this is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, I will be producing the show. I will not be in cam- on camera, but I would like to give the mic to three fans or four fans that are huge Pride fans um, or that want to maybe cover the club as well. And they're able to create content for the Orlando Pride and give them, I think, the, the recognition and the press that they deserve. Uh, and uh, we want to provide the best content possible for both clubs. So I believe the Pride deserves their own show. That's what I'm trying to say. They deserve their own show, their own coverage, uh, their own their own their own people that go to the to, to the games, you know. And uh, I think you'll make it better for for the viewers too, and for people that just love loud and proud to to see bright content. So um, you know, DM us if you are interested in joining our our, our team. Um, you know, any writers, journalists, City Pride fans, send us a DM, uh, and then we'll we'll talk to you regarding that project. And if you also want to be part of LPL to cover OCB, we're down as well. So just message us. And uh, I want to say thank you to John, to Paola. We'll see you guys next week. And vamos Orlando. Thank you so much. Vamos Orlando. Let's go. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.